Are you a chiropractor with a struggling practice, having a hard time finding and keeping patients? Is your staff falling short of expectations? I'm Dr. Scott Sawyer, and DC Trainings has the answers that you need. So tune in now and find out how. Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Scott Sawyer. Welcome to DC Trainings. Today, we're going to continue through module four, which is financial arrangements. And we are on week seven, which is the ROF completion, meaning that we're wrapping up the report of findings. Now, I want to direct your attention to your binder, your DC trainings binder, and make sure that you have that handy because I'll show you today some of the important forms in your binder that pertain to completing the report of findings process. And essentially what this does is it completes the file for your patient so that moving forward, everything's all set up to go. And this then sets the stage for ongoing chiropractic care for as long as your patient stays with you. So, so let's jump right in and talk about what does it take to complete the report of findings? And for this, I want to share my screen. So there we go. And this way uh, you can follow along with me. There we go, right there. Okay, so as you can see on your screen, uh, this is week seven. So we're coming up to the end of module four already. And I would just ask you this, because for many of us, our appointment schedule probably could be managed more effectively. Like there's appointments for patients that aren't coming in. Maybe they've left. There's appointments that are for patients who come in at different times. Um, so these are things that we want to cover now at the end of the report of findings to build an efficient schedule. So today we're going to talk about effective um, systems to keep that appointment schedule of yours as efficient as possible and really set the stage for lifetime care for, for your patients when they come in. So let's go through this and, and, uh, and show you how it works. I want to just remind you on the website, which I'll show you the forms in just a minute, but there's a video called the ROF Completion Demo. And in that video, you can see the flow of what I'm going through and see more of a real life uh, situation and scenario. So that'll help you for training purposes. I recommend that you watch that video. Now, moving along though, because um, where we left off was that I adjusted the patient. I went through my unique qualities. I prepared the spouse. I went through what to expect with their adjustments. And then I walked them up to the front desk to do sort of a handoff and leave the patient with my CA at the front desk to do the ROF completion. So the first step of that is to complete, let me move my keyboard here so I can go through this, but it is to complete the or summarize the care plan and to go through the details of what was recommended for this patient to the front desk. Now, I want to just preface this by saying something because how many of us have had that situation where we talk to a patient and say, um, you know, you missed an appointment last week and I can feel it in your spine. So I really recommend that you make up that appointment to stay on course with your adjustments and keep your progress going. Oh yeah, sure, doc. That's great. I'll be happy to do that. And then they walk up to the front desk and even though it's not very far away, for some reason, they completely forget all about that conversation and they walk up to the front desk and they go, thanks, bye. And they walk out, right? So they, they're, they're ultimately their progress is compromised, right? In that situation. So how can we really dial in making sure that what we covered in the report of findings as far as our requirements for accepting them as a patient, right? And I've taught you that through this module, 
It's the doctor's requirements for accepting the patient that ensures follow-through and retention and best results, not the other way around. We're not asked, we're not begging the patient to be our patient. We're saying, in order for you to be my patient, this is what you're going to need to do to get the best results. So, so we want to make sure that we're recapping what we covered in the report of findings to the front desk so that it actually gets in, it gets followed through with. So I'll go back to my example. Let's say you're talking to the patient about making up a missed appointment and they say, yeah, doc, sure, I'll make up that missed appointment. And you actually walk them up to the front desk and you say to your front desk CA, I was just talking to the patient and he's going to make up that missed appointment. So please reschedule it for him. Now the chances of that rescheduling happening just went way up, right? So that's the scenario that we're looking to accomplish so that there's better follow through. So let me show you how that works um, on, on our screen. Now, the first is we want to be enthusiastic because we've got a patient who just started care. They just had a great adjustment. And we want to keep that momentum going. So we want to share these details with enthusiasm. Okay, so let's go through this. The first one is the appointments and milestones. We're going to cover that, what appointments are needed, what milestones are needed. We're going to add in any orientation class or health talks that might be a part of that patient's care. If you have a nutrition class or you're going to give a spinal care class and you want the patient to attend, then that needs to be included in the explanation. The next is we want to go through financial arrangements. What payment arrangements did we agree on in the report of findings that need to be conveyed to the front desk so that they're actually put in place? Is the spouse here with the patient for the report of findings, which may have been relevant if there's a spouse that's going to help them with exercises at home? Are they here? Are they going to be scheduled as a new patient? Does this patient have children who need chiropractic care? And if yes, are they going to be scheduled? These are all the things that we're going to cover in this specific um, environment. And I'm going to continue with that. I'll show you the scripts in just a minute. So we want appointments for the spouse and children. We also want, oops, there we go. We also want to make sure, again, this is the enthusiasm part. We want, an, uh, we want eye contact. We want to smile. And we want to anticipate great results. We want a caring handshake. What does that look like? John, it's great taking care of you. I appreciate the chance to help you. Just want to shake your hand and say, sorry, thank you for coming in. It was a great adjustment today. We're off to a great start and I'm looking forward to seeing much better results as we move forward, right? That's a real sincere way to say thank you. And it gives a good line in the sand for you to be able to turn now and leave the front desk and go back to taking care of other patients leaving your patient in the in the hands of the front desk who's very capable about doing the rest of the ROF completion, right? So that's where we would leave that and we would we would walk away. Now the CA is going to take over. So when the CA takes over, there's more to be done, right? What is the CA going to do? Schedule all the appointments that the doctor just described. Okay. The CA is also going to schedule the recurring payments. And those payments, if you're doing this correctly, there's going to be 12 of them or one. If they're going to prepay for the care plan, there will be one. If there's going to be 12 of them, those are going to be pre-scheduled, usually on the same day of the month as the day that the report of findings happen. So if today is the 18th of the month, then the 18th of each subsequent month is when that payment is going to be processed to go through, right? So you would pre-schedule those. We also want to pre-schedule the milestones. 
So if the patient has a re-exam that's going to be scheduled or another follow-up x-ray, those are all pre-scheduled. Now, aside from the fact that it's nice to have a, a roadmap, it's also great because when it comes to taking care of the patient, doctors, you can remind the patient about these milestones. What does that look like? John, I can see great progress here with your neck adjustments. Gosh, this is really fantastic. And you know what? We have three weeks left until your new exam. And I'm looking forward to that. So don't, don't uh, fall off track right now. Stay the course with your appointments because we're really looking forward to measuring your progress, right? If those milestones are in place, it gives you something to shoot for beyond just the next adjustment. It gives you a goal and it gives your patient a goal that they can strive for with you. So we don't want to miss out on that opportunity. And that's going to be, those are going to be pre-scheduled so that the doctor knows when they are and the patient knows when they are and everybody's on the same page. We're also going to complete the file, which I'll show you that in just a moment uh, and get all the documents signed. And then lastly, we'll provide a gift bag. And the gift bag, uh, which I don't have a sample right here, but it has things with your logo on it. Maybe there's a an ice pack with your logo. Maybe there's a magnet that goes on the fridge with your logo. Maybe there's uh, just something nice that just says, thank you so much. We're so happy that you're part of our family of patients now. Looking forward to taking care of you. Here's something to take home. And of course, as a promotional uh, marketing tip, put your logo on it, but give them something to take home as a gift for, for starting care with you. So that would be the gift bag. And once that's done, there's still more to do, right? To complete the file. So to complete the file, the CA, the, the report of findings CA is going to complete the report of findings visit. They're going to fill in the enrollment tracking form, which I'll show you in just a minute. They're going to put in a reminder for the doctor to make a follow-up call after the first adjustment, just to make sure that the patient is comfortable. Now, I know these days, not as many people answer their phones. So you could do a follow-up text, but there should be some kind of a follow-up that says, hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a patient here. And we appreciate you. And you know, check out this video or just want to check in and make sure you were comfortable. And that follow-up call is important for that. An office tour reminder. Now, what does that mean? That means that the next time that a patient comes in after their report of findings, likely in most cases, this will be their third visit, right? New patient report of findings and first adjustment after the report of findings, the third visit, Give them a nice tour of your office. Welcome them into your practice as if you were welcoming a friend into your home for the first time, or as if this is a patient that's going to be staying with you for years to come. Make your office the Taj Mahal. Show it off. Showcase it. Walk them around. Show them where the restroom is. Show them where the water cooler is. Show them how to check in, how to check out, where to go to get adjusted, that whole flow. Because prior to the report of findings, and even during the report of findings, their focus is not around that. It's around, can this office help me? How much is it going to cost? How much is it going to take? Or how long is it going to take? They're not thinking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to be spending time here. So that's that's the time to do an office tour is not on the first or second visit. It's on the third visit. And then scan the whole file to be saved because most of us don't use paper files anymore. Saves a lot of space. Scan it into a... Um, to a digital storage system, and away you go. So that that really uh, wraps up this ROF completion section. 
And hopefully from these steps that I've shown you, and actually, I'm sorry, I almost forgot one because I have to show you on the website. Um, but hopefully from these steps, you're going to have a much clearer idea of what you want to accomplish uh, at the end of the report of findings. So these are these these here's our website. <laughs> and here's I'm going to scroll down to week seven right here. And these are all the materials that I'm going to show you. These are all available on the website 24-7, anytime you need them. And so let me just show you. Here's the ROF completion outline. So this shows the complete steps of what I just showed you. You can print this out, take it to your office meeting, and use it for a training tool. So that's the first one. The second one is the enrollment tracking. This is important, doctors, because after the first adjustment, your CA can send you home or you can leave the office with a list of the patients that had their report of findings, and you can call them and check in and make sure they were comfortable after their adjustment. That's number one. Number two, there's another really good value to this, and that is that if your patients or your off, if you want your office to be running on autopilot, at the end of the day, this can be sent home to the doctor to let you know who had report of findings. That's over here. How to get in touch with them over here. What the date of their new patient appointment was. Number two, did their report of findings happen within one week of that date? Number three, who was, who was with them for the report of findings in case you call and somebody else answers the phone? Number four, did they start care? Number five, how did they pay? Did they do monthly enrollment? Did they prepay? And then number, well, six and seven, I think that's the same thing. Um, how did they pay? Eight, how much did they pay? And number nine, who did the report of findings? See, this is how you really grow your practice and build sort of an autopilot practice. So maybe you're on vacation for a week, but you want to make sure your practice was running smoothly while you were gone. This should be sent to you each day. If you're in the practice, then take this out, take this at the end of the day, call your patients, check in on them and make sure that they were comfortable. Okay, so let's keep going though. All right, so that was uh, the enrollment tracking, which that's on the website. You can fill it out there or you can print it out there and then just fill it out. The professional fee schedule lets your patients know what your charges are, what normal and customary fees would look like for each of the services that you provide. The terms of acceptance. These are the terms that spell out exactly how you're gonna take care of your patients. Do you focus on subluxation correction only? Well, if you do, you have to let them know that you're not gonna diagnose anything else, you're not treating them for anything else. So this is really ideally um, geared towards the subluxation-based chiropractor, which I am. I know many of you are. It's a very focused way to practice and take care of your patients. And as a bonus, your malpractice insurance will love this form because I know for my malpractice, they give me a discounted rate because I have the terms of acceptance on file for every patient. So that's a nice bonus. The chiropractic care agreement, this spells out exactly what to expect during the care plan, the services, patient cooperation, new injuries or a change of condition, no guarantee of results, uh, cancellation, discontinuing care, and refunds are all on there. So these are all really important. This is almost like your, your chiropractic care contract, although I don't like to call it a contract, but this is the framework of how that, that care plan is set up. And if there's any um, challenges that arise, this covers you and make sure that you come out um, in a still maintaining a positive relationship with your patient. So that chiropractic care agreement is, is signed 
by the patient and dated and also signed by the CA who goes over it with them. And then lastly, if it's a um, if there's a workers' compensation case and you want to be able to, con- to take care of the patient for an area of their spine that's unrelated to an industrial injury, you can simply have them sign this form and it separates those two conditions so that you can take care of a patient for um, the workers' comp injury. And at the same time, you can take care of them for other aspects that they require care. And there won't be a conflict where the workers' comp is saying, why are you charging this patient when they have a work injury? Well, I'm seeing them for something else. Okay. So that's something to have on file. So those are all there for you. And that's in the ROF completion. And with that, that brings us to a conclusion on week seven for module four. So thank you for joining. And I will look forward to seeing you soon. In the meantime, if you have any questions, just email us dctrainings at gmail.com, or you can join a webinar and we'll answer your questions live. Anyways, thanks again. It's great to be with you and I'll talk to you soon. If you would like to become a member of DC Trainings, be sure to head on over to dctrainings.com to get started today.